the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 4, God clearly tells why Abel's sacrifice was accepted. The Bible says, God accepted Abel's sacrifice. Abel's sacrifice was accepted to God than Cain because he obeyed the Lord and he bought the offering as an obedience to God's word in faith in faith to response to God's word and that was accounted to him as righteousness. So how can you receive righteousness? By having faith. That's what it says. So he came to God in faith. That means Cain didn't, to God, didn't come to God in faith. That's the reason God rejected. But still God is trying to explain him saying, I will accept you. It's okay. Go repent and come back. Just do it in the right manner. I am, I am in love with you. I am willing to accept you. Come back. But that didn't convince him. He went and killed Abel. After he killed Abel, again God comes and asks, Cain, what have you done? Where is your brother? He says, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Look at this. When Adam and Eve had committed sin, when God came to uh, talk to Adam and Eve, he asked them a question. Adam, where are you? The same question here God is asking. Cain, where is your brother? Whenever God asks a question, it's not because God does not have an answer. It's not because God lacks information about your situation. God has all the information about your situation, but he is asking you a question for you to ponder and think and reason why and what has happened and what you are doing. So God asked Adam and Eve, where are you? Immediately Adam blamed, saying, I am naked, I am hiding myself behind the trees, I cannot uh, face you because the woman whom you put has made me sin. So husband blamed the wife and the wife blamed the Satan. The blame game, blaming someone else. At least they blamed each other and accepted that they sinned. But here Cain has gone the next step ahead of their parents and not even accepting that he sinned. He's not even saying I have done wrong. He's saying, what do I know? Am I a babysitter? Am I my brother's keeper? Look at the arrogant words that he's using against God. Arrogant words. He's saying, should I take care of my brother? Am I his keeper? God is asking, where is your brother? Look at the sin that has grown in his heart to rebel and speak such words against God. Then God says, I know what you have done to your brother. You have killed your brother and his blood is crying vengeance. His blood is crying vengeance for me. What have you done, Cain? Because your brother's innocent blood has been shed. Your brother's blood has been poured onto the ground. Now, because of your sin, ground is cursed. Whatever you till, whatever you work, it is not going to give enough yield. So that's why we don't put our trust on the ground. We eat good food. We observe healthy eating. But we do not put trust on eating. We put trust on eating good food. Holy communion. Amen. So it's cursed. So now... Cain is afraid. Cain is like, oh God, you got to know. Now because of this crime, he comes to senses. Because of this crime, everybody in the world is going to try to kill me. What am I going to do? What God says? Okay, Cain, I will put a mark on your forehead. So that wherever you go, there will be a mark on your forehead that people can say. If anybody tries to kill you, sevenfold vengeance will come against them from me. I will be your protector. Amen. Look at the 
love of God towards Cain. When Cain is saying, what is going to happen? And the mark, what is the mark that God put on Cain's forehead? The mystery mark, everybody is trying to find out what is the mark that God put? What did God write? What is the mystery mark that is there on the forehead of Cain? I think I figured out what is the mystery mark of Cain. The mystery mark of Cain that I figured out is, it is the Hebrew letter, He. So God put He. What is He? The number five God put on Cain's forehead. The number of grace. He stamped grace on the forehead of Cain. Saying, Cain, no matter how much you have done this sin, I give you grace upon grace. Amen. So that nobody can kill you. I will protect you. And he runs away, lives after his life. Now from this story, we understand very clearly what God warned him. God warned him saying, Cain, sin is crouching at your door. Sin is lying at your door and sin wants to have you. I want you to show them that verse. Look at that verse. It says sin is waiting like a wild beast at your door. It's crouching like a lion at your door. Sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. So God is saying you must rule over it. That's exactly what is happening. In our spirit, we are new man, but the sin is crouching at the door. Like 1 Peter chapter 5 says, he is waiting like a roaring lion to seek whom he may devour. Devil is waiting like a roaring lion. He is not the lion, like a roaring lion. He is waiting to see whom he may devour. That means he cannot devour everyone. He is waiting to see whom he may devour. He may devour only few. So that's exactly what God told to Cain. He's waiting to devour you. He's making your life miserable. The Bible says there is no peace for the wicked. A person is not wicked by his deeds. He's wicked if he has not received Jesus as his savior. He's not righteous. And there is no peace. So Cain didn't have peace. So there is no peace. So God is saying there is no peace if you continue in sin. There is no peace if you continue in doing things what you do not like. Because your spirit man does not like those things. So what do you do? You must beware. That sin is crouching at your door. Lying at your door. Devil is waiting to see whom he may pounce and subdue and control. God is saying, you must rule over it. You must control it. You can control it. That's why God is telling you, you must control. Amen. And in the new covenant, now Christ is in you. When Christ is in you, you can do all things through Christ Jesus. Now that your spirit is new man, but your flesh and your soul was unrenewed. So your soul wants to continue in old thoughts, negative thoughts. Thoughts of sin. And your body wants to do wrong things. Because you've been used to that for so many years. Your body is getting influenced by things around you. That's exactly what Apostle Paul says in the book of Romans chapter 7. I want you to read with me, all of you. So that you get more clarity on the subject. Romans chapter 7 verse 15. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. 
for i know that good itself does not dwell in me that is in my sinful nature for i have the desire to do what is good but i cannot carry it out for i do not do the good i want to do but the evil i do not want to do this i keep on doing now if i do what i do not want to do it is no longer i who do it but it is sin living in me that does it <laughs> is it confusing but i hope everybody got it <laughs> i want to do but i am not doing it i do the things that i do not want to do what a beautiful portion of the bible we don't want to be angry but we get angry and sin in anger we don't want to speak foul words bad negative words negative things but people do we don't want to do the things of the world but still we are doing the bible says sin is present in me now where is the sin present in me not in your spirit sin is present in your mind in your soul sin is present in your body not in your spirit let's continue the portion let's continue the subject same romans chapter 7 verse 21 so i find this law at work although i want to do good evil is right there with me for in my inner being i delight in god's law but i see another law at work in me waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me what a wretched man i am who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death but thanks be to god who delivers me through jesus christ our lord amen what a beautiful portion apostle paul is saying what a wretched man i am who is going to deliver me from this i want to speak only the word but i speak negative things <laughs> i want to believe the word but there is unbelief what a wretched man i am i am listening to messages so much but still i doubt what a wretched man i am is someone able to relate to that i am very much able to relate to that portion of the bible so related to us right what a wretched man i am who is going to deliver me from this the law of sin that is working against me but the answer is there answer is there last verse it says thanks be to god who delivers me who delivers me through jesus christ amen jesus is in me working in me christ is in me amen christ is in me and he is working in me christ is in you he is working in you he is working with you he is your co-worker amen holy spirit is your prayer partner and with the power of the holy spirit you can overcome sin how you can overcome by renewing your mind i told you you are made of three parts spirit soul body your soul is a very powerful entity because that is the free will only you can subdue it you can make him your slave so your soul is a very powerful entity your soul is the decision making when your soul is partnering with spirit you can control your body 
when your soul is partnering with your body though abundant life though healing though prosperity though christ himself is in your spirit still your soul and your body have kept him inside bounded him not allowing the abundant healing to flow out abundant wisdom to flow out abundant self control to flow out abundant mind of christ in the spirit to flow out why because your body and your soul is controlling so now you must shift the partnership shift the partnership of soul from your body to soul and spirit how do you shift the partnership by renewing your mind romans chapter 12 verse number 2 do not be conformed to the patterns of the world but be transformed by renewing your mind you have to renew your mind daily very important you because my people perish for lack of knowledge so you must get the knowledge of god when you know what you have when you know the power is in you when you know god is for you when you know god is at work in you when you know this knowledge your mind gets renewed so it becomes easy for you to partner that you is who here your spirit man for your spirit man to partner with your soul with your mind when your spirit man partners with your soul with your mind then you can control your body you can control your body read with me first corinthians chapter 9 that is what apostle paul says in first corinthians chapter 9 verse 26 and 27 therefore i do not run like someone running aimlessly i do not fight like a boxer beating the air no i strike a blow to my body in other version it says i beat my body and make it my slave so that after i have preached to others i myself do not be disqualified for the prize in other version it says that i discipline my body i beat my body so i control my body when my body wants to sin i beat my body apostle paul is saying how he can beat the body how he knows that he is doing wrong his mind should know he is doing wrong isn't it when his mind knows he is doing wrong then he will say this is wrong and he will say i beat my body if your leg is paining you beat your leg and say stop paining your leg wants to go to the wrong place beat your feet and say stop going discipline your body your eyes want to see something slap your face and say stop seeing discipline your body discipline your body see sin is crouching at the door sin is lying at the door see it didn't start immediately all of a sudden that cain came and killed abel how it started it started little by little anger depression jealousy comparison unbelief then it led to murder so when someone comes to your home they do not immediately come to your bedroom they have to come to the porch they have to come to the balcony they come to the living room dining room then they come to the bedroom so nobody can directly come into your bedroom if someone has come into the bedroom that means you have given them permission so devil cannot come into your bedroom cannot come unless you are love him too and how we are love him little by little no wonder the bible says do not give foothold to the devil if you give him foothold very soon he will push you out and he will take the whole territory he will become the boss so do not give him foothold when you give him foothold little by little little by little addictions little by little weaknesses little by little sin so what happens we are allowing devil to control our body 
finally one day we are unable to come out of our addictions we are unable to come out of our words unable to come out of our anger unable to come out of our negative thoughts unable to come out because now the sin has overpowered us because so much slowly little by little we have given in now he has come in and he has become the boss by obeying him little by little we have become his slave see that's exactly how we got saved we obeyed the word of the lord see god is holy spirit satan is evil spirit satan copies god he copies god he's a counterfeit he copies god so god wants you and your body in the book of romans chapter 6 when you took baptism what happened the bible says you were buried with him in baptism you died with him and now you have been raised up ephesians 2:6 you have been raised up and seated where in the heavenly places now you are seated on the right hand side of the father in heavenly places now you are in the right hand side of the father christ is here in the body so you are in heaven christ is here on earth that's what it means because you are the body of christ so christ is you here on earth and you christ in heaven is it confusing but you can understand because you have the spirit of christ but for devil it's very confusing devil is like what's happening what is this christ is here christ is seated here what is this christ is in me devil is carnal he cannot get it he doesn't understand it but now he's slowly slowly seeing what is happening oh christ is in me whenever he sees a believer he's so afraid He's very afraid. He's terrified of you because Christ is in you and you are the body of Christ. We believe you were blessed by this message. Our vision is to make known the mystery of the gospel, which is Christ in you. You can be a blessing by partnering with Priya Abraham Ministries to share this good news. To partner, visit priyaabraham.org/partner.